0: This is the Cretin Thrive podcast, episode one hundred and eighty-one. Five non-negotiable keys to selling your craft online. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in twenty ten, and since twenty thirteen, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey there Thriver Jess here. Welcome to this episode of the show number 181. We are getting closer and closer to episode 200. I'm going to have to come up with something big to do for that episode. I'm currently in the throes of getting prepared prepared for Setup Shop which starts next week. That is Monday the 25th of March. Uh, This episode is going out just a couple of days before that so if you're hearing it and going, uh oh, I thought <laughs> I wanted to do setup shop, hopefully you still you still have time, head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash setup shop and register ASAP to join us for the course. If you're not aware of what it is, it's a 30-day intensive course, very, very affordable course that will help you learn everything you need to learn to s- set up or overhaul an online shop for your handmade. Goods. I've been running this course for many years over a thousand makers have taken the course and used the setup shop system to set up their own handmade shops online I hope you can join us for that one of the course alumni Carolyn grill said this about setup shop It has been eye-opening and inspiring, and I can say wholeheartedly, if you're thinking of opening up an online shop, this course will save you so much time and frustration. Plus, you'll meet a host of other talented, helpful, creative types, money, so very well spent. So if you wanna join us for that, get on over there now and register for the next run of the course. And finally, also remember, I'm doing a massive giveaway at the moment, over $750 worth of prizes to help you grow your handmade business. And the way to enter that is to become a member of the Thriver Circle, my membership community for makers. And if you do join the Thriver Circle and sign up for Setup Shop, you get a bonus entry. So head on over to thriverscircle.com now to join us. The two things work really, really well together. Setup Shop plus the Thriver Circle is basically all of the best stuff that I have to teach you uh, that you won't get for free on the podcast. So I hope you do join us in the circle and join us for Setup Shop. It would be fantastic to get to know you, get to know your business and to help you in a very systematic step-by-step way. Get that online shop open and thriving. So, today I have a classic episode for you, which first aired about three years ago. Now, Uh, I want to start more often because I've been running the podcast for gosh, four years, (laughs) Uh, five years. God, when did I start? I think I started in 2014, so yeah, a long time now. And there's a couple of really, really good episodes in the archives that if you're a new listener and haven't listened from the beginning, or if you're a old time listener who's been here from the beginning you may have heard but not for many years so every so often i'm going to bring back a classic episode from the archives and this is one of those and in this episode i speak about the benefits of selling online the things i love about selling my craft online uh, the general benefits compared to selling it in other places and i of course discuss those five non-negotiable keys to selling online what are they let's find out i want to talk to you about online selling today before we dive into these five things you need before you're ready to sell your craft online i want to talk a little bit about the benefits Um, for those of you who aren't already sold on the benefits i hope you are i mean you're listening to a podcast you are obviously internet savvy But let's just kind of break down why selling online is so awesome, even if you are selling elsewhere. Like, even if it's not your main business model, you should have an online shop and it should be awesome. And why is that? Well, there's a couple of good reasons. I mean, the invention of the internet has been an absolute blessing to us in the craft world, you know the days are gone where you had to sell to shops or you had to schlep around to markets every weekend or all around the country to sell your work you know you can sell your stuff from the comfort of your studio or your home it's made handmade business more accessible more possible and more convenient than ever before and that's why so many people are doing it I mean for me 10 years ago Wait a minute. What are we? 2016. Yep. Probably about 10, 15 years ago, I wouldn't have even ever imagined starting a craft business because I had I had no interest in doing the market circuit or you know, retail sell, selling to shops and stuff like that. But here I am making a full-time living selling my handmade jewelry online. And there's thousands of others who are doing the same thing. And how are we doing it? Well, In short, it's by creating enticing, well-functioning, cohesive and professional online shops. You know, you can't just whack a shop up and throw some stuff in it and hope for the best. That just doesn't work. You know, you have to have a plan. You have to have a brand. You have to have it figured out to really make a success of it. And you have to work really hard, especially in the first few years, to build up your brand. You know, once you've got things rolling along, it's not such hard work anymore, but It does take time and dedication to get stuff going. But it's so worth it. I mean, there's so many benefits to selling online. Um, I'll go through a couple. Number one, rather than having to schlep yourself and your products and your setup to every market, you can accept orders while you sleep. This is my favorite thing. I love waking up in the morning and checking my email. Well, I don't check my email first thing in the morning. Bad habit. Don't do that. (laughs) Have some time to do other things. Read a book. Go for a walk. Whatever. Uh, When I sit down on my computer to do my work and I check my email, I love seeing orders that have come in from all over the world overnight. It's such an awesome feeling to know that you're making money while you sleep. Sure, I still have to then actually make the order. (laughs) So I'm not really making money while I sleep, but I am. You know what I'm saying. So the second thing is, you know, even if you want to sell your work to retail shops, you're way more likely to actually get, uh, you know, accepted buy a retail shop if you actually have a really fantastic online shop and online presence because it allows you to showcase your work so the potential retailers can see everything about your work and your brand and you can make it easy for them to determine if you're a great fit for their shop. And then hopefully if you have a wholesale login or a wholesale code, they can even order it from your shop exactly what they want because they can just see it and order it straight from your online shop. I mean, that's just cutting out all the work of, you know, having to do an invoice and all that stuff. It's a great way of, you know, getting contact and reaching out to retail shops and showcasing your work, right? The next thing is, you know, you don't have to have heaps of items pre-made. Uh, if you're working on the made-to-order model, you can have all of your stuff in raw material form. You know, rather than having stock that's made up that might not sell, you can sell your item before you make it. My entire business model is this. I do not have anything made. I only make something once I've sold it. And my customers know that up front. It's not a secret. It's, it's what I say. I say, you know, um, everything's made to order. It takes one to two weeks for me, to make, me and Nick to make your item. And then we'll post it to you and, and so forth. You know, it's all about communication. People don't mind. They really don't mind waiting for you to make it if you tie it into your story and make it up you know make it really obvious that the reason it's going to take time is because you have to make it for them you are not they're not just getting a random item that's sitting on a shelf you're actually crafting this piece of something for them specifically. I mean, I think that's pretty special. It's kind of like a custom order without it being a custom order, you know. And if you really communicate clearly with your customers, not only will they not mind, they'll actually love that. They'll love the fact that you're making something special for them and, you know, really, really talk that up. And it saves you so much money in having stock tied up in materials as well. Um, So, yeah, and if you... I think it's some, like, the states and places like that, you can only claim on your tax... Um, the materials you actually sold rather than the stuff that you've bought which is kind of sucky um, but in that case again you all you have to do is literally look at your sales and go well you know I've only made the stuff I've sold so hey that's a really easy way to work out m- the materials that have been sold <laughs> they're not you don't have to go through and keep a stock taken invent- inventory of all your items that you haven't yet sold so yeah that's a, that's a, that's a really good point as well The next thing is you can reach your ideal customer no matter where they live, okay? If you're happy to sell internationally, which hopefully you are, you know, you're not limited anymore by the person who walks, you know, by that shop and sees your stuff. You're not limited to someone going to a craft market or whatever. Your customer is literally anyone in the world if they want to find your product, they'll just hop on Google and they'll look for it or they'll hop on Etsy or whatever and they'll look for it. So, you know, a beautiful addendum to that is that not only can you reach your ideal customer no matter where they live, you can reach them no matter where you live. You know, you don't have to live in a capital city anymore. You don't have, you know, if you can make this your your job and your your profession, you don't have to be you don't have to live in the city you don't have to kind of do that whole commute thing you can live wherever you want literally in the world wherever you want as long as there's a post office <laughs> a reliable post office and an internet connection because you can order all your, your materials online as well I mean it's awesome there's never been a time where you could be so free to do your work from wherever you want to do it from and reach your customers in, no matter where they are in the world Another beautiful benefit, obviously, of selling online, man, is that you can sell for you can start selling for such a low initial cost. You know, if you're you're not at the stage yet where you want to have your own website or anything like that, start an Etsy shop or a Dewanda shop or a Made It shop, whatever you know your your favorite um, handmade online venue is. You like on Etsy you only pay 20 cents per listing to add to your shop you know that's 20 bucks for 100 products in your shop that's amazing sure you know yes you pay a percentage on every sale but it's a very small percentage and you only pay when you sell something so you know you can forget having to outlay hundreds or thousands of dollars on market fees and store setups that you might not ever get back it's so much cheaper really so you know that's a really really amazing benefit as well um obviously you can work and sell from the comfort of your own home this is my favorite thing (laughs) this is why online business works for me I'm actually quite an introvert I like my I'm an only child I grew up by myself like spending heaps of time by myself and entertaining myself I I'm a major bookworm I read like so many novels every week still um and you know being able to work from the comfort of my own home is beautiful because I don't have to go out there and, and, and you know, it can be really stressful <laughs> for introverts to be amongst people all the time because it saps your energy. Uh, I love, you know, occasionally going out and spending time with big groups of people like at conferences and stuff. Like it's quite fun, but it is also exhausting. Like whenever I go to a conference or, or give a um, give a seminar or something, I usually have to go home and have a little nap. <laughs> and have a bit of a load time with a book uh, to recover. So, you know, if you're like me, then online business, hello, perfect. You know, if you are an extrovert and you absolutely love people, then you probably don't want to just have an online business. You probably want to be going to markets and stuff like that because that allows you to communicate with people. But You can also do that online, you know, you can do videos, you can um, have chats on, host chats on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and get, you know, that interaction with people that way. So there's ways around it if you do want to sell online and are an extrovert, you know, just really communicating and being sociable and that'll really help grow your business as well. Uh, I also like having, you know, downtime at my schedule, not someone else's schedule, you know, there's no need to commute. You can have lunch at home every day. You're not paying for coffee out and food out and all that sort of stuff when you go to a job. So there are a lot of benefits from it. And of course, you know, you might still love to sell via other venues. <clears throat> you know, even if you can't imagine not attending that regular market or selling your work to shops all around the country or the world, you should still have a strong online presence to promote your work um you know and if you're going to go to all the work of making a website to showcase your work why would you not just make it a shop as well it you know it's kind of a no brainer i see people who have websites that showcase you know they have photos of all this stuff but it's only galleries i mean make it a, make it a shop you know 90 90 plus percent i'm totally pulling the statistic out of the air i, I have no backup for this i'm just guessing a lot of people <laughs> if they come across your website, and they see your stuff, and there's beautiful photos of it, but there's no way you can click a buy button, most of them are not going to go to the effort to email you and say, hey, can I buy this? Or, hey, how much is this? You need to make it easy for people. Make it a no-brainer. Put a buy button on there. Make, you know, turn it into a shop. Then, you know, what have you got to lose? Nothing. You've got everything to gain. So, you know, it's Kind of a no-brainer, really, these days. You really need to have a strong online presence. And if you're going to have a strong online presence, you may as well have an online shop. Okay. So with that in mind, what are these five things that you need to have before you're ready to sell your craft online? Okay. These, I believe, are five non-negotiable things that you need to get a handle on if you're considering selling your work online. Number one is an attractive, and useful product okay so when you move from making something because you love making it to making something to sell it you need to shift your thinking it's not and it's not just about you anymore it's about your customer now this doesn't mean that you can't make what you love because you should be making something you love but when you design and make a new product you need to consider whether it's something your ideal customer will love and pay good money for okay I mean, if you've done the work to figure out who that ideal customer is, you know, what their wants and needs are, this is going to be way easier. Uh, and if you have a brand in place, like you've you've worked out what your brand is, what you stand for, your new products that you, you know, that you come up with will naturally have to fit in with that brand rather than being a random mishmash of things you just felt like making at the time. You know, most of us start off with a random mishmash of stuff we just felt like making and there's nothing wrong with that. It's how we learn. It's, it's you know, where we come from. And if you just want to keep it as a hobby business, it's okay as well. If you identify as an artist rather than a craftsperson or a designer, it might be okay as well. But do be aware that it's going to be very hard to make a living out of that. Um, if you're going to try to make a living out of being an artist and doing one-of-kind pieces and stuff like that it's my personal belief that you really need to you need to market yourself as an artist because that means you can command much higher prices it's just a fact of the marketplace that if you are if you position yourself as an artist you can charge heaps of money for stuff whereas you if you position your stuff as a craftsperson or an artisan or a designer people just won't pay as much um so you know that is it's a it's a you know unpleasant situation but it's reality so you know if if you see yourself as an artist really push that you know you need to get into you need to get stuff seen in galleries and, and things like that you need to really frame yourself as an artist but if you're like me and you're a designer or a craftsperson or an artisan then you really need to have a brand that's streamlined you need to make sure that you have attractive and useful products that are in line with that brand and stuff that your ideal customer wants and needs at a price that they are willing to pay. That does not mean it will be cheap. Okay, do not mistake me for saying that that means you have to not charge much for it. No, no, no. It just means that you have to be very clear on what the value of your item is to your customer from, you know, thinking of that perspective. So for example, you know, my sterling silver wedding rings are in the hundreds, in you know, $100 plus, because that's what they're worth and that's what my ideal uh, customer expects and is willing to pay for them. So that's what you need to think about. The second thing you need, which is in line with an attractive and useful product, is a brand. Successful businesses have a brand. Full stop. This is not negotiable. And it's not accidental either. They may have grown the brand organically, but smart business people quickly realize the power of branding in all that they do. It makes their work recognizable. It gives customers and fans something to connect to. It makes designing new products and marketing strategies easier because everything you do needs to fit with your brand. Here's a quotable for you. Constraints are the best friend of the creative. Constraints are the best friend of the creative. If we have no constraints, we have no boundaries or barriers and it can be really stressful Especially if we're trying to make a business out of it. If we're trying to make a business out of our creativity but we have no constraints upon it, we're just going to be all over the show because we're creative. Like we have new ideas. We have things we want to try. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having these amazing ideas. It's it's wonderful. It's the fountain from which all of our our ideas and our business comes. But that doesn't mean you should take every single one of those ideas and try to sell it. (laughs) It doesn't mean you should take every one of those ideas and turn it into a product. It means you should write them down Try them out and see if they fit with your brand if you're trying to make a business. So it doesn't matter what your brand is. What matters is that you have one. And that your imagery, your photographs, your visual marketing and your copy, which is all the text you use on your site and in your communication, reinforce and align with your brand. The third thing for online business is the ability to take stellar product photos. Once you have a brand and attractive and useful products, it's time to show your products off to the world. So when you sell physical products uh, online, your photographs will make or break your business. They are that important. They, they are what it's all about. Okay, There are obviously a stack of basics that you need to get right. You, know, you need to have clear lighting, good focus, um, consistent backgrounds that show up your product in the best light and so on but you also need to capture that elusive wow factor that make your product stand out from the rest this is not something that can really be taught uh, I think it's something that takes time and experimentation but chances are you'll know it when you see it okay and when you when you figure that out you'll see your sales increase your features increase and it's the only true way to know for sure that you've hit on the right photography formula when you start you know seeing people talk about it your pictures and and really share your stuff around the fourth thing you need is a basic understanding of seo or search engine optimization okay sure your photos are what will draw someone in and convince them to buy it once they see it but how are they supposed to find you in the first place via a text search (laughs) Okay, we're yet to reach the magical point where we can plug our brains into the internet and search for what we want via images. Uh, you know, when we can visualise something and it will show us, Google will show us something that looks like that. Probably will happen one day, but for now, there are the only way for people to find something is by text search. Um, You know, there are thankfully a lot more visual channels for people to find us like Pinterest and Instagram and stuff like that. You know, there are even reverse image searches where you could upload a photo of something you're interested in and find other photos that are similar. Yes. But really, for now, you need to understand how SEO works at a very basic level because in order to search for something specific, our customers still need to use words. So you need to ensure that your titles, your descriptions and your tags, if any, attached to your product and your photos are full of keywords that customers will use to find your product so when you take your photos make sure you know the um when you name them actually describe the product in the name like the title of uh, the title of your product put it as your, the name of your photo put it in your alt tags make sure that your photo itself has all those tags in it so it's searchable that's really important so basic understanding of seo and how that works and the fifth thing is a little bit more amorphous than the others but I think it's probably the most important and that is you need courage I probably should have put this first actually because without courage you won't succeed okay business is all about experimentation you have to be willing to take risks you have to be willing to fail and then pick yourself up and try again and you have to live with that fear of failure every day (laughs) you have to be comfortable with uncertainty okay you just do. There are no fail-safe formulas for business success. If there were, they would teach them in business school and no business would ever fail. All right? So there's no fail-safe formula. You have to be comfortable with uncertainty. Um, you have to build up your courage muscle, like any other muscle, by actually using it. So you have to go out there and try it. Um, you know Everything I've talked about in this podcast can be taught and learnt. You know, the skills, photography, um, SEO, uh, all that stuff can be taught and learnt. And you can even learn to be more courageous, right? It's something you can learn by building your courage muscle. You can get better at it. However, a certain level of self-confidence is definitely a prerequisite to creating an online business, a successful online business. You really have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you are capable of facing challenges. You're capable of learning what you need to know to overcome them and that you are worthy of success. Okay, you need to believe that you are worthy of success, that you you should succeed, you should make this dream happen you're you know it's something that's good and right you need to believe in your brand your products and your photography and you need to be proud of what you're offering to the world because if you don't believe in yourself why would your customers okay and that is where I'm going to leave you with it today I hope you enjoyed that classic episode still as relevant today as it was when I recorded it a couple of years ago Remember, time's almost up to register for my setup shop course. Tanya Robinson, one of my students, had this to say about her experience with the course. Setup shop has been the most productive 30 days I've had in my business so far. The daily lessons have been thought provoking and provided me with a clear series of action steps that I was able to work through at my own pace. I am so glad that I signed up for the course and can't believe that I even hesitated to do so it's a small investment to make for such big benefits thank you Tanya for those lovely words about the course and that's what I hear from all my students it is a very affordable course very deliberately and I wrote about that on my blog recently why I keep the price so low it's not because it's not valuable it's because I want as many makers as possible to be able to access it and to be able to benefit from the structure and the system that I've created and so many so many of my students tell me that they come back to it over and over again Uh, and if you take it once you can take it every single time after if you really want to you never you know you always get to keep the content and i'm always happy for you to work through the course again with future cohorts of students so it's a really valuable thing because not only can you have all you know consistent access to the content you can also come back over and over again and work through it with the support of me and other classmates so head on over to greatandthrive.com forward slash setup shop or one word Now to join us for the course. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, and remember, I keep this podcast ad-free deliberately. So the only way that I can keep this podcast going is by the support of... People like you investing in my courses or joining the Thriver Circle that's what makes this podcast possible that's why I keep it ad free because you know I want to help you and I just want to focus on sharing what I can teach you so thank you so much to the hundreds if not thousands of people over the years who have invested in me invested in one of my courses and one of my ebooks joining the Thriver Circle Uh, and made this podcast possible. So thank you to every single person who has done that. Without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.